Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. So on today's episode, we're talking about fear and love. This is something I often talk about. I haven't talked about in a while, so I want to kind of return back to this. I've gotten several, uh, I guess, requests or um, uh, podcast tips uh, to do an episode that talks about how to deal with difficult people. Okay. So first of all, I want to talk about you as the difficult person coming from the point of view of fear and love, understanding what is driving your behavior, and then we'll apply that to a difficult or challenging person in your life. Okay. I think this is really, really important, especially as we're coming upon the holidays. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stress out there. Uh, a lot of people trying to deal with a lot of things, but you're also involved more in uh, social situations, whether it be Christmas parties at work or with your family. So how do you deal with people who might be challenging or difficult? All right. So first of all, I want to give you two sets of words. Okay. If you're taking notes, you may want to have two columns. One is going to be labeled fear. The other one is going to be labeled love. Okay. This is going to set the stage for the rest of the teaching. So the fear column, the words that are there are evil, depression, slavery, anxiety, anger, devil, ignorance, violence, and attack. Okay. So anytime you are dealing with yourself or a situation or another person, and you have one of these words that kind of pop up into your awareness. So if you're dealing with somebody or something and you call maybe a situation, that's evil, right? There's a fear behind that. If you are talking about, um, you know, ignorance or violence or, or anybody attacking another person, whether it be, you know, in, in your words or through your physical actions, there is a fear behind that. Okay. Now let's talk about love. So the words for love, not surprisingly, are kind of the opposite, right? Good, happiness, freedom, peace, joy, God or spirit source, that kind of thing, understanding, unity, and embrace. So anytime you're thinking your words or actions or someone else's brings up in you this awareness of love. So anytime that you or someone else has a greater sense of freedom or peace or joy uh, or unity, right? Or instead of attack, you have embrace. Uh, I love this idea of unity through diversity that we can all come together with varying different perspectives and uh, we can share our perspectives, but we don't have to attack each other for what we believe. We can embrace each other as people and know I can believe what I want. You can believe what you want, but we can all exist in unity. So you've got these two, two columns, love and fear, love and fear. fear causes a person to attack. 
Uh, I'm sure all you have to do is go on social media and you'll see this, right? Somebody is attacking another person, whether it be outright or maybe in a passive aggressive manner, right? There's an attack of some sort and it's because there's a fear, right? That if I let you um, uh, believe what you believe or do what you're doing, then somehow the world is a worse off place, right? Maybe you're in a relationship and, uh, you know, the, the other person in your relationship for whatever reason is feeling anxiety or feeling overwhelm or anger at something and then they attack you, right? They don't really want to attack you. It's just all of that anxiety and worry and overwhelm is coming out and you just happen to be the person, right? When we come from a place of fearlessness, so that's also love, we can act and react in a non-violent manner. This is why I talk all the time about, you know, making sure that you are designing your life so that you have uh, increased energy, right? Yesterday we talked about uh, selfishness, making sure you have moments of selfishness throughout your day so that you have that higher energy frequency in you so that when you're going about and other people are acting in fear, you are more centered and grounded and you can handle that because you don't have fear inside you. Let's say you come home, you've had a rough day at work, right? Uh, you're really just struggling with a bunch of stuff and uh, your significant other, same thing, right? You're both coming with this anxiety, worry, and maybe exhaustion. And maybe you enter the no fun zone right? Where, where you, you just hurt each other. You don't mean to, but it just happens. Okay. This is why we want to be selfish and make sure that we're increasing our energy and getting to that place of joy and humor so that we can be more centered, grounded, and in the column of love. Okay. So think about this. When was the last time you were angry? And again, anger is not good or bad. It's just an emotion. It's just energy in motion and it expresses itself in various different ways. It's not good or bad. It, but when was the last time you were angry? What was the fear behind that anger? I'll give you an example. I don't do as much driving as I used to um, because of COVID. I just do more stuff from home. Uh, but when I was driving a lot, um, even five, six, seven years ago, I was all over. I live in the state of Michigan in the United States. We have, I think, oh gosh, I can't even remember how many counties we live in. Uh, it's a very large state though. And uh, I've worked in every single county, meaning I have traveled all over the place. And I remember that I didn't have road rage necessarily, but definitely a healthy dose of road impatience. Uh, and I remember being angry when I was driving. And when I really stopped to ask myself, okay, what is the fear behind this? I even had a post-it note in my car that said, hurry is fear. You know, I'm trying to hurry somewhere. Some guy cuts me off and I get really angry. Okay, why am I in a hurry? What is the fear behind that? And I realized I, I was worried that I was going to be late. And then, of course, I was like, well, what is that about? And I was very conditioned as a child that being late was going to, you know, I was going to get into a lot of trouble. And so I had to challenge myself. And, and even I do this every now and then. I'm, I am intentionally one or two minutes late just because I can be. And guess what? I don't die. right? I, I don't lose out on anything in life. 
trying to change that, um, uh, that belief inside me. So once I understood what the fear was that was causing the anger while I was driving, I was able to approach that and work on it. Okay. So most of the time when I'm working with people, you know, they'll come and they'll say, okay, this person is a challenging person. Usually I'm working with a leader. Maybe they've got a team member who's challenging. And oftentimes it's, they're looking at the person or maybe even a circumstance or situation And they're saying that is the problem. When in reality, we have some sort of fear behind us that's causing maybe the anxiety and and anger and the label of this is a difficult person or situation. Okay. So, you know, I do a lot of teaching on personality styles, on relationship building, on communication, Uh, You know, you plug into this podcast enough, you're going to learn about all things having to deal with uh, relational items, okay? I want you to be resourced so that you can go and work with anybody. When you see the person in front of you as having a hard time and being a certain personality style, it's not about them giving you a hard time and it's not about them being a jerk, It's literally about you seeing them for who they are. You have no fear about that person anymore. You just see them and you're like, oh, how can I help? And in that magical moment, that person ceases to be a difficult and challenging person. So that label that you might put on them that causes the fear, anger, and anxiety. Actually, I think the fear, anger, and anxiety causes you to label them as difficult or challenging is really an invitation for you to kind of back up, kind of like I did with my driving and say, whoa, what's my fear here? You know, maybe the fear is this person isn't going to listen to me. Okay, well, that's something you can work on. How can you adjust your communication so they do listen to you? Maybe the fear is as a boss that this person, you know, is falling apart and oh no, I'm going to have to hire somebody else to replace them. I totally get that, right? So how can you back up, become grounded again, and support this person and find out, are they going to stay? Are they going to move on? Okay. Maybe the fear is, oh no, my significant other doesn't love me anymore. Right. Maybe you've, you've had that, that interaction and you can back up a little bit and say, okay, is this, is this valid? Do we need to have further conversations or is this just me struggling with some sort of conditioned belief that I've had from the past? So the point is, If you find yourself looking at a person or a situation or circumstance and you're calling it evil (laughs) or uh, there's anxiety or anger in you or um, you feel like you need to attack in some way, ask yourself, what is the fear that I have behind this? I can almost guarantee you almost 100% of the time The problem is not the other person. The problem is something inside of you that is an invitation for you to grow, to see yourself differently. Okay. There's really only two things in this world, love and fear. Okay. Observe what's happening in your life, right? Pause, make a choice to head into the love category. And I promise you, your life is going to change. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.